0: Support for KQED Podcasts comes from Star One Credit Union, now offering real-time money movement with Instant Pay. Make transfers and payments instantly between financial institutions online or through Star One's mobile app. Star One Credit Union, in your best interest.
1: From KQED. Hey everybody, what's going on? Welcome back to the Bay 2021 it's devin katayama and i'm glad to be here with you all after our break where i had some time to think about what i'm grateful for and what i'm excited about this year and one of those things is seeing how many of you have new year's resolutions to get more politically active whether that's protesting volunteering on a campaign or speaking publicly to your local city council
2: Don't get me wrong the, the big stuff is sexy and it captures the headlines, but if you want to talk about effectuating change, it's local.
1: This is our series by the People, all about how democracy operates in the spaces around us and where you can plug in. Today Oakland's longtime city clerk tells us how to make use of city council meetings and some tips on how to get heard. I'm Devin Kadiyama, welcome to the Bay.
0: Support for KQED podcasts comes from Star One Credit Union, now offering real time money movement with instant pay. Make transfers and payments instantly between financial institutions. Online or through Star One's mobile app, Star One Credit Union in your best interest.
2: Serving as a clerk, I probably signed more than 16,000 pieces of legislation. Oh gosh, worked with seven iterations of council, um, 14 city administrators four mayors. It's, it's been a wild ride.
1: Latonda Simmons is the Assistant City Administrator for the City of Oakland. But before that, she was Oakland's City Clerk for 16 years. A city clerk has a lot of responsibilities, and one of them is to run the city council meetings. It's a big job.
2: I'm fortunate to say that I believe the public has seen me as sort of their champion and their advocate because, you know, my whole um, interest is making sure that the public has a chance to be a part of the discussion and the decision making process in terms of wherever it is that they want to go with. it. It is their spectrum, right? But they should be availed the opportunity to have the highest and most engaged part of the process so that they know how this will affect the quality of their lives.
1: You were the city clerk for 16 years. How did you even become the city clerk?
2: I'm never coy about telling people that in effect that like the career decision was an accident, so to speak. (laughs) (laughs) You know, I I came into the clerk's office. I was um, cable franchise assistant, just kind of doing compliance work when there was um, local city's ability to be able to kind of regulate, you know, complaints about cable service and stuff. Mm -hmm. My predecessor was like, yeah, we really like you. Hey, do you want to come do this legislative thing? And I was like, God, no. No, I'm watching people run in the hallway, you know, for for items, standing up meetings. I actually, I didn't know what they were running for. I just knew that if they were running, I don't know if I wanted a job that required me to run in the office, right? (laughs) And so I was like, no, no. And, And she was like, yeah, okay, sure. And, you know, she kind of kept me there. We worked on some things. I wound up writing a couple of positions uh, into the budget. I wrote the budget. I got a few things passed that they Mm. could not get passed. And then she was like, yeah, you know, this job's going to go away. And the only thing left is going to be this other thing. So if you want (laughs) to keep working, and I was like, oh, yeah, I want to keep working.
1: So it sounds like initially, you weren't you weren't about the position, but then you you were. And so looking back, why do you think you were recommended for the position? Why do you think? Your colleague pushed you so hard
2: well i do think she saw that i was pretty good at coordinating some complex things i do think she saw that i could you know i was you know it was a distant kind of compliance work but that i could read mm. the code and probably interpret what the practical application of it could be and then i think she's you know she kind of liked my bedside manner my ability mm-hmm. to talk to people and just make you either feel like a really good friend or family but walk you through a process and tell you the truth about it and so I think those are the things that she saw, and, and then she also saw that I wasn't afraid to even tell her the truth.
1: So at the beginning, you had this attention to detail, you had the sensitivity, you, you had this directness, but I'm curious, did that prepare you for your first city council meetings?
2: I was not prepared for the level of public engagement that i met. One of my first meetings, and they put me in, and I was doing OK. I was managing the agenda and the details and seeing the speakers come up. And the first gaf fly that came in, <laughs> and and you know, he's known in Oakland. Sanji pond is amazing guy, right? But he held our feet to the fire in terms of accountability. We may not have liked the way that he did it. Well, my first introduction to him was him stepping up to the microphone, you know, very straight face, language nice and clean. And he called us a cesspool. So I'm, uh-huh. I'm all clutching my pearls, you know, I'm like, oh, what do we do? I'm, We're settles, what do we do, uh-huh. right? And he just kind of went on about his day, and everyone else is sitting in a chair like, uh-huh, thank you, your time has expired. And that probably was the best way to get me in, because, you know, from there, I learned that the public has the right to criticize us in the way that they want to, in some cases. I mean, not all things should be on the table, but... Sanjeev Panda was the one that actually held our feet to the fire. But before it was said and done, I was able to have some really like candid dialogues with him. And I think his commitment was to seeing this government improve. Just imagine if your mom never told you to correct something. Just imagine if your teacher never told you to correct something. Just imagine if the people around you never told you to correct things, right? Who would you be? How would you be? And it's hard to take correction, but that was his job. And he was really good at it.
1: Let's talk a little bit about the Oakland City Council meetings because they are a special place. Oakland is a special place because I feel like there's just a high level of public engagement in Oakland. Uh, Anybody who follows the council meetings knows about the hashtag OakMeeting, which I I think is actually a pretty cool thing because anybody can pop in on Twitter and, and follow that hashtag. And there's a lot of people, you know, all kinds of people in Oakland who are adding to the conversation with that. Can you tell us about some of the most memorable council meetings that you were a part of?
2: So when I came into this role and just kind of walking in with my whole interest of making sure that people could be heard, the thing that sticks with me still right now today, and it always will, and it doesn't really matter what the topic is, it's when I hear someone walk into chambers or walk into the room and they're monolingual and it's not Mm -hmm. English, and and they say, I just found out that you're going to vote on this thing. That's going to change my life. And you know what? There was no agenda out, not in my language. And I only found out at the grocery store or I found out at the mechanic. And I rushed here to be part of this conversation because you're going to change my life. And I don't even, I didn't even have enough time to bring other people who would be affected. It doesn't matter what the topic is. Every time I hear that, My thinking is government has to do better. That's the thing that sticks with me and it resonates with me from the very beginning just as much as it does right now.
1: For people all over the Bay Area who care about, you know, what's happening in their communities, what is it about city council specifically that makes it such an important place to engage and show up?
2: You know, first of all, local government is where the rubber hits the road. You know, there, there's policies at the federal level, state level that are absolutely important, but let's talk about how immediately you can change the zoning in a neighborhood so that you can't conduct the personal business out of your house. Let's talk about immediately where you can make a decision where you can't park your car in front of your house a certain way. Let's Let's talk about how, where you can make a decision where the bus may not go to you. You may not get transportation because some local jurisdiction has changed the route. Don't get me wrong, the the big stuff is sexy and it captures the headlines, but if you want to talk about effectuating change, it's local.
1: You know, for people who do show up to to city council meetings, or on Zoom for that matter, over the last year, what's, what's the most impactful way for individuals to get the council to listen to them?
2: It has been to speak. I've not studied communications. In, in terms of through academia, but I've watched it for years. And, and there is something about tone and inflection. And, and I know that right now we're living in a world of sometimes 140 or 280 characters as the soundbite of a person's sentiment. But, but that's not enough sometimes. To hear tone and inflection, to hear the personal story of how it will affect you, to humanize the policy, you know, that's, that's where speaking, you, you just can't, you can't replace that.
1: Yeah. And certainly in Oakland City Council meetings, I've seen people get up and make really vulnerable, passionate statements. And I know that you have as well. Do, are, are there public testimonies that have still stuck with you till this day that you remember?
2: There are. Um, every homeless conversation resonates with me because I was homeless at one point in a in past life. And so it resonates with me a certain way. I mean, you know, it's I remember as a child what it was like to be displaced. And how just being displaced meant that you didn't deserve to have your dignity. And how it was taken away by opinion. You know, because you were unhoused. Mm -hmm. People are laying their souls bare in these meetings, um, advocating, I hate to use words like advocating, but really pleading for intercession so that they can have a quality of life that they ought to be able to have. Those will always resonate with me.
1: Let's talk about how to make that dialogue just a little bit easier for people who are being so vulnerable. Certainly last year, we've seen a lot of people step up for the first time and address their city councils, you know, in, in terms of all kinds of different issues, you know, especially around policing, I'm thinking of after the George Floyd protests. Um, and it can be a really scary thing to do to be vulnerable in that moment and to address people who are, who have the power. And so I'm curious if you're helping somebody prepare for the first time, to Address the city council, what tips do you have for that person?
2: What, what I say to people is like, don't let the, the space of time get in your head. You know, really try to own whatever the amount of time is, and then try to, it, as best you can, take advantage of all of the avenues. Because believe it or not, it's the duty of this government, the policymakers, and the administration to listen. Not to just sit there and just hear it and move on. I know it feels that way, but really to listen. And your voice is fortified when you are repeating yourself, when you are repeating yourself. And I know that that's a lot of work. And I know the public often feels like, I ought to be able to say it the one time and that's enough. But believe it or not, we need to hear it. That is what continues to keep us focused on change. And so, like, write out your thoughts. Make sure that you illustrate what the impact is to you, that you tell it what it is. You want to be vulnerable. You have a right to be vulnerable. But I also don't want you to feel as though you are really gutting yourself and you're losing your dignity by telling a story. So you don't have to tell us the grit if you don't want to. But if you think the grit really illustrates the impact and you are comfortable doing so, then this is your space to make that point.
1: When you think about the sixteen years that you worked as Oakland City Clerk, how do you think the job changed you?
2: I'm proud to say that i you know someone would probably assume that you would get a little numb and you can't hear it anymore. Um, I think what it has done is it it actually has made me care more and And I say that because you know it's it's one thing to to see policy and it's sausage. I swear it's totally <laughs> like making sausage, mm-hmm. right. Um, you know, it looks good once we got yeah. it in the casing, right? <laughs> but boy, let me tell you, going yeah. through the ground. <laughs> in fact, it's, it, it fortifies the importance of being able to hear people. We're seeing more participation now than mm. we did when we were in a brick and mortar situation. Like, City Hall could only hold about 150 people in chambers. Right. You know, the rollover rooms were only maybe 75 to 100 people in those rooms. But, you know, I look at the metrics on a Zoom meeting. I can see three, four hundred people connected, and that's nothing in twenty
1: twenty one do you do you think that's going to continue? do you hope that that engagement somehow gets captured
2: It's got to you know when you think about what the this country and what our communities are going to have to recover from right you know again, using the word economic it's really a question of survival, right you know you've got jobs you've got Businesses shutting down. You've got so much happening, right? How, how will you be able to make sure that you have space to get in the room when you're working on your own recovery, right? You're gonna have to, some people are gonna have two or three jobs. This will be the forum, you know, keeping a Zoom connection will be the forum that allows people to come into the room. And we can't lose that. When you get the opportunity to hear beyond the general spectrum of who normally comes in the room or who can't come in the room, because their life is so busy, they're, they're surviving. And they can't make it into the room in terms of the conventional room. We have to keep this alive. We, we actually have the duty to listen. And, and, and I hope, you know, not just here in Oakland, because I'm committed to it, but I hope that this is a thing that, that actually catches in all places. This is public participation. This is the civic responsibility. And that kind of inclusion, I think, believe it or not, gives the public hope.
1: Thank you so much. I really have enjoyed talking to you.
2: You're welcome. Thank you.
1: In 2020, so many people testified at city council meetings for the first time all across the Bay Area. So we asked you, what was that experience like? And what advice do you have for people who want to get more involved in the new year?
0: My name is Lucas Carboni, and the first time I addressed City Council was in response to the Walnut Creek Police Department's killing of black man, Miles Hall, the year prior. If there's one tip I can give to people attending City Council for the first time, it would be to come in with either a script or, at the very least, a general idea of what you'll say, and to always infuse your comments not only with logic, but with empathy and emotion as well.
2: Hi, my name is Megan Leonard. I'm from Martinez, California. The first time I spoke to city council was June of 2020. I spoke to them about uh, their lack of response uh, regarding the George Floyd killing and how that affected my family, living in a small community where we often saw racism. I didn't plan on speaking at that meeting, but after hearing fellow uh, Martinez citizens uh, Speaking, I've, I felt compelled. I felt compelled to speak my truth. My advice to someone speaking to the city council for the first time is to just be yourself, speak your truth, and be authentic. It doesn't have to be perfectly said, and, and it's okay to stumble. You're there to inform your city council about your perspective as a person that they represent. Hi, my name's Alex. Uh, I work at a housing nonprofit in San Mateo County, based in San Bruno. And I've kind of made a living off of making uh, public comments. Uh, you want to know that most of your comments are public records as well as email. Um, find out how long public comment is, because it can vary. Outrage and wonk definitely have its place, but more often than not, empathy, sympathy, stories, and compassion do more to move folks than stats, efficiencies, and general anger. And know that regardless of your status, your residency, and your stake in life, whatever you choose, you have as much right to make
0: comments and be at that public meeting as anybody else.
1: My name is Moxie, and the first time I addressed city council was September 1st of this year about this racist comment a council member had made regarding a police statistic in a public safety meeting. It was terrifying, but also so empowering because I was like this little 16 year old in front of all of these grown ups who I thought knew everything. If there's one tip I could give to people attending a city council meeting for the first time, it would be speak your truth, you know, what you know, what you feel, and just know that's the best you can do. You probably won't change everyone's hearts or minds, but you're getting your side out there, and that's how change starts. Thank you so much to everybody who called and who shared their experience with us. We really appreciate it. Latonda Simmons is the Assistant City Administrator for the City of Oakland and served as City Clerk from 2004 to 2020. This episode of By the People was produced by Erica Cruz-Guevara, Kiana Mogadam, myself, and our editor, Alan Montesilio. I'm Devin Katayama. That's it from us. Welcome to 2021.
2: Hi, I'm Tyler Foggett.